Okay, welcome to our special edition of Biceps and Banter. And I am absolutely buzzing to have with me, in front of me, the second fittest woman on earth, Kristen Holter. How are you? Hey, I'm awesome. I'm uh, really happy to be here in London. Thank you so much for coming. And um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing for me because as a woman in sport, in fitness, you represent something so incredible for women globally, something a little bit different, something that represents strength in in body and in mind. And it's amazing to have watched your performance at the Games this year. So how was it for you? It was a really good experience, but like after I was kind of kind of lost because when I was, uh, I've been dreaming about this moment for uh, a long time. And like during competition, you're in this bubble, like the Games bubble. And it feels like a dream, uh, and then you kind of wake up on Monday, and it's like, wow, was that for real? So both like super fun experience, but also a little like, what's next? Sure. Yeah. So it was your sixth games. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And you've obviously you've you've been very consistent, but what do you think was it that turned the dial for you to end up landing on the podium there with Tia and, and Jamie this year? I'd done this for several years, years, and. At that time, I was like, okay, this year I'm going to go 110% in for this. I want to see how good of an athlete I can be. So I want to focus all my energy on being the best athlete that I can uh, and optimizing my nutrition, my recovery, and all aspects of training and uh, outside of training. And I really like started to work for real on my weaknesses. I've done that previous years too, but now I was like, okay, this is the time to get better. Yeah. And yeah, and I worked hard and I think some workouts played to my strength and I just, I thrive when we have to perform and it's like, you're getting, you're kind of afraid of getting cut and it's a little scary Yeah. and you have to be mentally prepared for anything. Yeah. I worked with mental training for the last six years, and I think yeah. now I got to like showcase uh, some of that work. Amazing. I mean, obviously, um, the format for the Games this year was slightly different. So in the spirit of, of being prepared for the unknown and unknowable, this really came true. Um, how, how did you feel going into the, the cuts? You know, it is what it is. You have to deal with it, whatever comes up. Um, so I didn't think... I spent too much energy thinking about it. It was just one workout at a time. Yeah. You have to perform your best. If you're good enough, you will get through the cuts. Yeah. So I was I was excited about that format. Um and I think it was it was good for me as an athlete too. And I just love when you have to when you got that extra pressure. Yeah. And it's now or never. Yeah. So what do you what do you say to yourself when you're just about to start? What, what do you say? How are you preparing yourself mentally? Sometimes I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> because I'm so nervous and I know it's going to be hard. But then I ask myself, why am I doing this? Mm. I remember that good feeling you get after knowing you've given your 100% effort. And that feeling is something that I I strive to get every single after every single workout because yeah. it's such a good feeling, um, and I know that if I push everything I have and like give it my all effort, I'll be happy. 
after a workout, no matter what placement that I get. That's amazing. And I think I, I completely agree when you talk about the feeling and, you know, that's, that's this is the reason why you're doing this. Yet as women in, in, I guess, in the world, but especially in sport and fitness, people tend to comment so much more on physique and on how we look. You know, has there ever been any comments or that you've experienced people talking about, you know, the, the slightly different or athletic female physique? Yeah, I think especially in the beginning of my CrossFit career, especially in Norway, uh, they were not used to women being muscular and being that strong. Mm. That was kind of hurtful sometimes. But yeah. after a couple of years, I I was confident. I got more confidence and I knew that I worked so hard for this body and I'm really proud of my muscles. Yeah. And that's when I started. I don't really care about what people think anymore. And I think also it's more acceptable kind of for women to be strong, independent and have muscles. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think you are an incredible role model for that. Um, there's this sort of big myth. One of the, the biggest things that I get asked is, yeah, but does weightlifting make you bulky? And it's kind of one of my, my pet peeves. And, and I think, well, you know, we're, we're all so unique and, and so individual. Do you think we'll ever get to a place where that myth won't even, we won't even have to address it? Oh, I don't know. That's a tough question. But I think now with uh, with CrossFit, you can see that women are super strong. Uh, they can do both weightlifting. They can run. They can do gymnastics. They can do so many things with their bodies. And they don't look bulky. They look strong. Yeah. Uh, and they can still move their body with grace. So throughout your CrossFit career... Obviously, you talk about, you know, having to work on your weaknesses, managing your sleep, your training, your nutrition. It sounds like a lot of hard work. How do you find balance in your life? It is hard work. You're never off work. Mm. It's a 24-hour workday. Um, but still, I think it's important to don't think about CrossFit 24 hours a day. I think when I'm... When I'm at training, uh, I have 100% focus on my training. When I get home, I yes, I focus on my recovery, but I also try to do other stuff and like don't think about cro CrossFit again or, or training until the next day when I'm when I'm back at the gym, uh, and also surround myself with people that are outside of uh, CrossFit community yeah. and the gym, and don't just like get some perspective yeah. in my life. So as an example, what would you what would you do when you're not in the gym working on becoming the fittest woman on earth? What what would you do? My favorite thing is to lay in the couch and watch friends. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I love friends. And just take a walk out in the woods, no music or anything just by myself and just yeah. listen to the birds or listen to my own thoughts or something yeah. like that. Um and also hang out with my friends and family. Don't see me as uh, just a CrossFit athlete, but yeah. as a person. Absolutely, and and obviously we are we are here with the the team at, at Reebok who have obviously supported you um, throughout parts of your career. And one of the biggest questions I get is, um, what is the greatest training shoe or the the greatest kit? Um, for CrossFit. I'm a huge nano fan. I've got a horrible amount, probably not as many as you. Um, I think I have every iteration from about series three. Is the nano nine truly the, the best training shoe for you? I do believe so. I, I have to admit that when I got the nano eight, 
I was like, wow, this Same. is my shoe. Yeah. This is just, it feels like it's made for my foot. Yeah. So to be honest, I was a little hesitant when the 909 came out because yeah. I was like, I don't think it could get better than the <laughs> She's 8. She's not ready. No. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not done with the 8 yet. Um, but still, it's, the 909 got the same good qualities as the 908, and it still feels like it's made for my foot yeah. with even uh, some other better features. So I, I love it. And in terms of... Um sort of motivation I, I sometimes find that I'm not always motivated but if I'm working towards a specific goal it's it's discipline that I need to to have do you ever just wake up and think do you know what not today how you know how, how do you keep the the career that you've had yes I do um, feel that sometimes it's not a lot of times because I just love love my job I love yeah. to train and to work towards getting better but sometimes it's, as you say, it's about discipline. Yeah. Yes, you're not waking up every day feeling like, woohoo, I'm going <laughs> to go to go to work or yeah. uh, or go train. But then it's the discipline that takes over. You know, if I want to reach my goals, I need to do the job. I need to do the work. Yeah. And the same with other jobs. You don't just skip a day at, at work because you don't feel like going. Yeah. You still go to work and you do the job. Unless you want to stay on the sofa and watch Friends, yeah, you could do you could do that. You can do that, but then you have to take the like. It will not feel as good knowing that you didn't give your hundred percent effort to work towards the goals that you want. Absolutely, uh, and knowing that I didn't put everything in, I will feel bad uh, yeah. when I get to the games and like maybe I don't reach my goals there. Yeah. So speaking of goal setting. Obviously, coming off the back of an incredible games performance for you, we are coming up to, I don't know how it's happened so far, but we're coming up to the Open. How are you feeling about that? Has your training changed slightly as we're, as we're starting to prepare for that? You know, this year we didn't get that off-season after the games, yeah. uh, as I've had the last uh, years. But for me, I feel like this is good because I can kind of ride the good wave from yeah. games. And then I haven't pushed too hard. I've like done the work that I need to do for the Open and knowing that I feel good, I'm strong uh, and I feel prepared for the Open and then I know after the Open I can take a little bit of an off-season yeah. and hopefully I can qualify through the Open so then my next goal is uh, the CrossFit Games. So what does an average day for you look like? How, how often and, and how, how much volume are you doing in a day? My first session between like nine eight thirty to um, eleven thirty. Mm. I always warm up for about an hour. Okay. Before wow. my first session, yes, it's a long time, but <laughs> I found that one of the keys to um, having a healthy body and don't get as much injuries that I had like yeah. um, previously. So um, doing. Uh, Good warm up and then work train for like an hour and a half, um, and then I also train for between an hour and a half and two hours uh, in the afternoon. So I have two sessions a day, five days a week. Wow! And is there a specific training block that you're on at the moment? Coming off the back of the games, is there anything you were talking about? You know, working on your weaknesses. Is there anything that you think Do you know? I'm really going to nail that going into the next season. Getting stronger. Yeah, <laughs> it's a constant struggle, um, but I'm working 
every single day hard to get stronger um, and working on my weightlifting. Yeah. And I'm improving, so that's good. But it's I feel like I'm I don't get the results that I want. I feel like I'm working really, really hard, but yeah. it's tiny, tiny steps yeah. towards my goals. But that's how it is, and that's how why I want to keep on going because if it was easy, everyone would do it. Absolutely, yeah. I think this is the thing is I suppose especially in a world of social media, people look and, and think, wow, you know, they're they're training all the time, they're PBing every week and it sometimes mm-hmm. the, you know, comparison yeah. can be can be really easy to do. Do you find, you know, do you have a, a good relationship with social media or do you not even look at it? Or, you know, how how does how does that work for you? That goes up and down. When I feel good in my training, uh, I don't mind like scrolling a little bit on Instagram. Sure, yeah. But when if I am injured or have like a bad day, yeah. I think the worst thing that I can do is to scroll on Instagram yeah. because then you feel like everybody else is getting so strong, yeah. uh, and you're kind of like getting like having a setback. Mm. Um, so I try to stay off um, if I don't like. If I want to go in there, I want to get motivated and feel like I'm, I'm getting something out of it. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes I like it for motivation, uh, and and other times I just uh, shut it down yeah. and go out in the in the woods and walk, take a walk instead. Obviously, we're talking about this wonderful world of of CrossFit. If you weren't a CrossFit athlete. What would you What would you be? Is there, is there anything else that you had a maybe a secondary pursuit in life? If I could choose, I would probably be a hundred meter sprinter. Wow! Yeah, in the Olympics. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So still within sport then. Yeah. So yeah. Not, for not sure. Completely, not an actress. Not going to be Jennifer Aniston. No, no. that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you know when we were talking about um, social media and stuff, and in our little bubble. Obviously, you know, everyone understands what it takes truly to, to be the best. But perhaps outside of that, people are looking at you and going, I, I, she's amazing, but no, I couldn't do what, what she what she does. What would your advice be to someone just starting out in fitness or or maybe, you know, an enthusiastic social CrossFitter that's really struggling to make progress? You know, I remember in uh, 2012, 2013, when I first started CrossFit, yeah. I remember Sam Briggs. She won the CrossFit Games in 2013, and I competed against her. Uh, and I was like, wow, I'm never going to be as good as her. She's just superhuman. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I was able to be at the same, uh, on the same competition floor as her. And I, I saw that then, like, wow, I can be there, and yeah. we can do the same workout, and I, I can actually compete with her. I just need to set, like, small goals to myself. And then work towards them. And eventually, maybe I'll be able to compete with the best in the world. Uh, So I think that set goal for yourself uh, and look at your own uh, improvements instead of comparing yourself to everybody else. And eventually, maybe you will will reach your goal and you will reach even further. Um, So don't set any limits to your goals. But you need to have like small goals towards um, your like main goal. Yeah. Yeah. So going, moving even further forward, obviously, how did you celebrate from becoming second fittest woman on earth? Or did you just go, okay, day, day at work, done, move on? 
Do, do you take the time to really reflect on how? Because starting, you know, hearing you started CrossFit in 2012, 2013, that's amazing to be able to get from never doing it to up mm. on the podium. Yeah, well, I did a lot of sports growing up. So I had like my fitness level was um, probably a little above average. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, yeah, like I. I celebrated. I had a burger when I was then. I had a burger. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's that's, that's the new standards. <laughs> yeah. Wild. <laughs> I'm, I'm going crazy. Yeah. My my family and friends are like, you have to go crazy now. You have to celebrate. I'm yeah. like, I I don't have to do that. I can sit at home and like clap myself on the shoulder and say that was really good, Kristin. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of myself for that. What I achieved and but I know like. There's still, I know I can get better. So I will never be satisfied, probably. <laughs> um, but I told myself that I'm proud of, proud of my achievements and how hard I worked this year and how far we've come. And, but I'm not done yet, so I still have work to do. Just to be sat here in, in, in front of Kristin, I can, I can feel the ambition. <laughs> and it's amazing. And it's, it's so easy, I think, to in times where maybe things don't go your way or you have an injury to, to blame other things, but to just be so personally accountable for your own progress and to try and live and breathe the fact that it, the good stuff doesn't come easy. No. And I think this is what people think is that, oh, you know, it's all right for them or whatever, but it's you that's been doing the, the graft day in, day out, and, and you should be so proud. And on behalf of Women Globally, thank you for, for your contribution to being so inspiring and... Um, yeah, we, we wish you the best of luck in the open. Thank you so much, Kristin. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.